Sun's out and shades are in. Get your home summer ready with custom window treatments from Blinds.com. Get a high-end look without the high-end price with the most popular outdoor shades and transform your backyard into the perfect weekend oasis with light filtering shades that help block UV rays without obstructing your view. Right now, Blinds.com is offering up to 35% off everything, making it a breeze to upgrade any room in your home, indoors or out. With over 25 million blinds sold and 35,000 five-star reviews, there's a reason why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window treatments in the world. Whether you do it yourself or you have them handle the install from start to finish, Blinds.com makes ordering custom window treatments online easy with free shipping and a 100% guaranteed perfect fit. Sunshine and barbecues are in the future. Upgrade your backyard and window treatments with Blinds.com today and enjoy your new view all summer long. Go to the link in our show notes to shop up to 35% off site-wide. That's the link in our show notes for up to 35% off site-wide. Rules and restrictions may apply. Albert Elise is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Mumble Rodriguez again, scoring goals left and right. Elise with the assist. All right, boys and girls, welcome back to your Houston Dynapod podcast. It's me, Finister, and I've been gone a while. I'm aware of this. I sat down last Saturday to make a podcast, and I realized I just couldn't do it. You might be asking, where have you been? Why the extended absence? Some of you might think that I was somewhere in a gutter, dead, which is typically where my mother thinks I am, if I don't call her or text her back within 20 minutes. Literally. That's my mom's thing. I was worried. I didn't know where you were. I was going to call the police station. And it's like, Mom, I'm 40. For 40 years, every time I'm not where I'm supposed to be, you think I'm dead. And every single time you think I'm dead, I'm not dead. Well, you never know. I said, Mom, history history would point to the fact that I'm not dead, that I'm, I'm totally fine. Uh, so if you listen to the last episode, you know I, I, I got dumped. And it fucking sucks. And that's why I've been. That's why I've been around. Uh, haven't felt much like doing anything. A lot of bedtime, a lot of time in bed, a lot of time just watching TV shows like a zombie. Because it I, it was a pretty important thing to me, and you know me being a man, at least I think I am. It's what it says in my license. He him. Me being a man, I don't talk about my feelings, and I don't. I, I try to pretend like everything's okay. Like, if you saw me at the match versus RSL, I, I looked fine. But I was a fucking wreck inside, and I have been ever since. Um, but slowly but surely, we are pulling out of that. One thing that it let me do, the depression, was it really let me dive into Football Manager. And I started off as a team called Gateshead in the Vanarama National North League. And the reason I picked them is because their stadium holds 11,000 people. And my goal is to eventually get them to the Premier League. Now, the way that I manage, that's never going to fucking happen, and I'm going to be fired in the first season because I'm terrible. I can't figure the game out. Around a 4-2-3-1 wide. With my fullbacks playing support, my central mids defend, my wingers attack, my forward attack, and then my uh, central attacking mid is a, he's a support player. And we're terrible. 
I figured the scouting out, right? I figured out offer trials, find those guys on the free, scout them, offer them a trial, and it works a little bit better. But yeah, it's been a rough, I don't know, nine days since my last podcast. I'm sure some people will be happy, people that don't listen to this. But either way, you know, I told you, I, I don't get it. You break up with somebody and it's just real sudden and you just turn your feelings off. I wish I could do that. Fucking can't. I got feelings. So uh, don't go drink. That's bad. Don't do that. Don't do drugs either, okay? Don't do either one. Uh, I've drank a little bit. I like to go up to the bar and have two beers and then come home because there's people there and it's nice. So along with me being depressed, you're probably depressed as well because our dynamo are currently a shit show dumpster fire fiasco. I even read today, this caught me off guard, Victor Ariza, I think I said your name right. He wrote that extending Parker and signing Hadebi as our designated players might have been jumping the gun on Ted Siegel's part. Victor, I'm going to respectfully disagree with you. And I, I, I really admire your journalism. I think you do a good job. You know, you do. You do a good job. I don't subscribe to the Striker Texas because I, I, I build my news and everything my own special way. But I disagree. I disagree because those are just two signings, right? We added Karaskia and we added Corey Baird. We added everything. We added everything we've asked for. Granted, now I think we need a left back and a right back too. Because I'm still done with Sam fucking Junka. And Zarek Valentin has steadily declined to the point that he should not be starting. Not for a playoff team. For a, a bottom three team, yes, but not, not for us. Not if we're to be a playoff team, no. He should not be starting. But the front office has given us everything we've asked for. And here's the deal. Hey, look, here's the deal. We've had a really rough time. All of July, we were without five players. Okay. And our new signings hadn't quite arrived. As soon as our five players come come back, fucking COVID-19 hits. And we lose, what, three or four more people. We are in the stretch of some shit rotten luck. Just like your boy Finister. We're in a fucking rough patch. And I'm seeing it. Tab out. Get rid of tab. Here's a question. Who the fuck are we going to bring in? Honestly. If you were a manager and they said, hey, would you like to manage a club that's made the playoffs once in seven or eight years? I'd say, fuck no. But we have a guy who's proven with the U-20s. I know, it's not a professional club. It's not a club record. But he you can't argue with the fact that he is changing the culture. He is a young coach. There, There is no one to hire. Who are we going to hire? Who's going to come here? We have to give him, I'm going to say it, the end of this year, yeah, and next year. If at this time next year we are still looking like this, get him the fuck out of my club. But as of now, no. Guys, you take a flyer on young coaches, on coaches that have shown stuff with young kids, and you hire them, guys like Tab, to change the culture and to start blooding in the boys, to start raising up our youth program. And that's what he's done. We've gotten younger. 
there's been matches that we should have won. We're going to talk about those fucks from Austin who they got a gift. Fuck you, Berhalter. They got a gift. But we should have beat them. You take that red card away and we beat them. And we'll get to that. But you guys are sitting there. Tab out. How does he keep his job? In the last, I don't know, month and a half, we've been without fucking eight players. We've been without almost an entire team. What do you want him to do? You think he can just work miracles? That he's going to turn, you know, diamonds from shit? He's not going to do it. Nobody can. You could put whatever manager in the world. Any of them. Real Madrid. Take eight of his players away. Zidane, when he was there. Or Ancelotti now. Take eight of his players away and five or six of his starters and see how well they do. Take Erling Holland off of BVB. Borussia Dortmund. Let him get injured for a month. See how well they do. And he's just one. We're talking eight or nine guys. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And you're flipping the fuck out. You need to chill. No, it's not fun to watch. Right? But it's not fun to watch, you know, a family member or friend die of cancer or uh, cirrhosis of the liver, which I've had the honor of watching both. It's not fun either, but there's nothing you can do aside from get through it. So that's what we're going to do, boys and girls. We're going to get through this shitty patch, you and me both, me with my breakup and my dynamo love, and you with your dynamo love, and we're going to get through it. And we're going to get our team back. Maybe, right? COVID's fucking ramping up. We're going to get our team back. And we're going to have the month of, I don't know, half of August and September. And we're going to get a look at what we have. We're about halfway done, okay? We should have this new team for the second half of the season. Am I happy that Karaski is alone? Nope. Can we afford him? Nope. Is he good enough? Yep, he is. Is Corey Baird good enough? Yep, he is. Is Hedevi? Yep, he is. Everybody they've brought in is good enough to play. And they are upgrades over what we have. The question is, will they have enough time, considering they were brought in at the end of the transfer window, to mesh and gel with this team? I don't know. That's, that is that is Tab Ramos's job. How do we make it simple? Give them simple instructions. Give them simple roles. But for you guys to start burning the place down and saying Tab out, it's not, it's, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Not a single one of us, me or you, could do any better. We would do far worse. We don't know shit about soccer. Right? We think we do. How many of you listening were professional players? How many of you were in college? How many of you played in high school? I have never played a single organized game of soccer in my life. I played baseball and football, and I, and I did track. Yeah, I played hockey. I didn't play fucking soccer. I'm not going to pretend like I know things. I'm going to give you my comments and my opinion, but I'm not going to pretend like I know more than Tab Ramos or Ramos. So stop doing it. We need to see this team healthy and whole and see what we have. 
Yeah, it hurts losing to Austin. Yeah, it hurts losing to Minnesota. We've had chances. We lost by one goal to Austin, and they we were without a guy for 70 minutes. So let's get into it. Let's talk about Austin FC and Minnesota FC. Oh, man, Austin, these fuckers. I predicted a draw, and going through the stats, they had 14 shots to our nine. Five of their shots were on target to our three. They had twice as much possession. They completed 88% of their passes. We completed 72, but we're down a man. That's if he expected. They had 10 fouls. We had 12. That red card on Darwin Seren was shit. It was garbage. That's a yellow card. It's not a red card. That's not a straight red card. It never should be. Fafa Pico got a yellow card for doing the exact same thing. And I think he might have already been on a yellow. It was garbage. Now, the Austin FC fans are going to talk their shit. And they're going to say their thing. You know what? You got a gift. You got a bad call, a shit call, and you were able to beat us by a goal. You know what's fucking sad is we scored two goals on you and you were down a man. That's sad. You blow. That's not good. So enjoy it. Enjoy it while it lasts. Broccoli looking motherfuckers. Enjoy it while it lasts. Because when you see us full strength, it is not going to be three to two. It's not. Sorry. Ain't going to happen. No way, no how. I got like, I don't know, 25 minutes into that game and I, I just turned it off. A couple points I noticed from that game. Uh, I'm genuinely be beginning to hate them. Like, I, I don't like Dallas. But these Austin fans, they are full of themselves for no reason. You've done nothing. You've done absolutely nothing. And your owners are financially raping you as supporters. Our owners might be cheap. But they don't charge us for tickets like you guys, your owners do. Uh, Zarek Valentin, another own goal. I think, right? Right? Yeah? Looked like it. He scored more goals on us this year than he scored on anybody else in the last four or five. So Zarek is needing a, uh, a switch. we got to do something there. Obviously not Pizama. Not going to happen. Fucking Jose Pizama. Don't know what you do, but you're never playing. Parker was out of position on the own goal. I'm noticing that quite a bit lately. The goal versus Minnesota where Marco spills it right back into Minnesota, which was Robin Laud. Our defenders stood there and did nothing. They watched. Can't do that. Got to keep playing. Without Maxi, we are, we are quite toothless. 100%. We don't have a striker up top. Christian Ramirez is gone. He's killing it in Scotland. Good for you, Christian. Proud of you. Happy for you. But we don't have a real striker up top, and it is showing. And it's not a good situation. Just like the, uh, the Seattle announcers, the Portland uh, the the Austin announcers, they, they sound like real twats. That's true. I, I really hate watching the other teams, listening to the other teams' home announcers announce matches because they just, they're so full of their team. At least Glenn and Eddie are honest. Right? When we do something stupid, they talk about it. Nothing that Austin could have done was bad, according to their announcers. So yeah, I, I hate watching the matches on Hulu. Which, by the way, is how you can get away matches here or home matches here. Go to Hulu, through there, ESPN Plus streams, and you can watch whatever you want. And trust me, it's, it's better than Quest. I like Quest, but it's, it's not. It's, you know, it's better. Um, the second goal, that almost second goal against Austin, Alex Ring was offside, and the announcers didn't say anything about it so not shocking so that was that was hurtful that hurt losing like that 
in a game where it was given to them. Now, the Minnesota game is a little bit different, right? We played full strength. We were outplayed. We know Minnesota is a tough place to play. We know they're a good team. We, we, we had, for the most part, what appears to be our full team, minus Maxi. But Minnesota had 12 shots to our eight. Six of theirs are on target to two of ours. Possession was 54 to 46. Our pass accuracy is terrible two games in a row. They had 82%. We had 75. We had three yellows to their none. We had three offsides. They had 10 corners to our six. Our passing game is, is, is not good. It's, it's not very good. And it needs to be above 80%. If you're not completing 80% of your passes in a match, you are asking to be beat. Period. Straight up. So our passing has to get better. And I think with the addition of Karaskia, I think with a little more creativity in the midfield, I think we'll see that. Like I said, I'm not a rocket surgeon. I don't know. I'm hopeful. But it's been a rough nine days. So what do we do? Well, we're at home this week, guys. We have a home match. And it's going to be a big one. And we're going to fucking win. You hear me? We're going to win this one. We have not won a game since May 22nd. We are going to win on Saturday. I don't even know who we're playing, but we're going to win. We're going to get three points. Will that shut up some of the people on social media bashing Tab and the team? No. We've had an extremely bad run of luck right now. This is the equivalent of what's happened to the New York Mets in baseball. Or what happened to, was it the Brooklyn Nets in basketball? Your starters are all hurt. What are we going to do? There's not much we can do. So until we have this whole team back and we get a look at what's going on, I think we all need to settle down. I think we still need to support the club. We need to be positive. I know the players are trying. I still hate Sam Junka. I know the players are trying. But most of this team is new. And if you think that one year in, signing this many players and throwing them all together, that you're going to have cohesion and a good, you know, a good team vibe, you're wrong. It takes time. We don't have time. I know. I know. But we don't got a choice. We got to wait. We just got to wait and get this done. Now, this has been a short episode. I'm still not really like in the best of moods, which you can probably tell from my somber voice. It's been a, like I said, a rough, a rough, uh, rough couple of days. So take care of your mental health, boys and girls. Uh, make sure you leave time for yourself. Get your words out. Get your thoughts out. That's what I'm doing now. Write shit down. Did a lot of writing. Need to read some health, self-help books. I need, I need to watch me some Doctor Phil. Hi, listen, you're gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be fine. But this Saturday, I will not be at the match. I have a surprise for my son. You ready for this? He's getting his COVID vaccine and he doesn't know and he's scared to death of needles and he literally turned 12 like a week ago. So he's getting his fucking shot because his mom's an anti-vaxxer. Now, I'm not going to comment on the anti-vax movement, but I will say that it's proven the vaccines work, right? Yes, there's been some adverse reactions, but... You know, cars, brakes go out and you still drive. What's going on now, if shit gets shut down and shit gets canceled and the economy tanks, 
this is going to be the fault of people who are not vaccinated. Yeah, that's right. What is it, 99.5% of the deaths are people that aren't vaccinated? Guys, that's a statistic, and that's a real thing. You can't say, not, not, it's wrong. No, here's another statistics. We lost three to two to Austin. We lost two nil to Minnesota. Those are statistics. Those are facts. Those are true. So get your shot. Support the club. I know. Give them a little time. We got to see what happens. We got to give this group time to, to gel. I like what I've seen from Baird. I like what I've seen from Teenage. I think Karaskia could be very creative. We got to solve the Darwin Quintero problem. But we have some players now. We are a borderline playoff team right now, but we're not a borderline playoff team if they're not all healthy. So, boys and girls, that's it. Houston Dynapod Podcast. I know it's a short one, like I said. Not really in the mood for this. I also haven't drank anything. Maybe I should. But give us a like, subscribe, review, or rate. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Follow us on Twitter. Um, You know, do your thing. So, get out there Saturday. Get drunk. Go to the match. I will do a pregame prior to support the club take that negativity turn it sideways and as the rock says stick it up your candy ass because we need to see this team at full strength before we can go and start saying fire jordan fire you can say fire jordan all you want say that i don't care say fire jordan he's had time tab ramos it's not done yet guys it's me finister houston dynapod podcast and as always Go Dynamo! Albert Delis is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it! There it is! It's another! And it's Mubble Rodriguez again, scoring goals left and right, at least with the assist.